everybody. Welcome to 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray. I'm Kim. And I'm Kyle. And Kim, after almost five years of podcasting, I have to say that you are most beautiful on mute. (laughs) I love it when you don't talk. You are the most cute when you are mute. I love you You when you shut your fucking mouth. Okay. Sorry, Kyle, you're being annoying. I just muted Kim. She doesn't know. I think she's still talking. I was like, like, you're being extra annoying. Do you need a snack? Do you need me to get you something to eat? (laughs) No, I just need you to shut the fuck up. Stop talking about our problems on day one. Get out of your lexicon, Kyle. I think you should go to bed. You're tired and talking nonsense. I'm I'm sorry. I'm going to put my lexicon away now. (laughs) The problem with you is that once you start talking, you never stop. (laughs) I'm a man. I'm a man. How many times are we going to hear I'm a man as an excuse for terrible, shitty opinions on this show? It is so exhausting. It's like really Nicola, like it's to me, uh, to me, it's like kind of delightful because it really kind of tells you all you need to know. It's very simple, right? There's so little nuance to that person at that point that I lose all inhibition to just savagely make fun of them forever because their opinions and their worldview is so stupid that all, all, all like compunction and like human sympathy just kind of fades away, and I could just attack them freely from then on. It's, <laughs> I just, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Nicola, like Mesha is is great casting because as we've talked about, if you're a Patreon member or Supercast member, like we've talked extensively about just her modeling career and her path to Catholicism and her vision of like the devil. And in addition to the vacuum cleaner (laughs) and it's, she is just the gift that keeps on giving. Um, and it's, it's all harmless stuff. Right. So, which is what makes it so delightful and Nicola too, like it's really fucking funny, you know, because he's not, I mean, his like, I'm a man. It's not harmful to anybody but Misha. <laughs> There's just no way she's going to marry this guy. But like, she just wants to be on TV, which like, I'm in Show me of. in the Bible where it says <laughs> that you need to meet my family. Show me, please. He is like, I don't want to overuse the term gaslighting, but he is really gaslighting her in this scenario he is making her feel crazy for pointing out something that is so obviously wrong it's 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 hysterical that this man who has never been in a relationship in his entire fucking life and has never gotten his dick wet is really trying to be prescriptive about how you live your life to this person who has lived like three lifetimes by this point (laughs) kyle he's a man He's a oh, man. Right. Oh shit! Sorry. Yeah, Her. we should be like, it, 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 
it really goes well when your life choices are dictated by biblical like textualism just really literal following the bible you know don't throw in the stonings and the rape and just outright butchery in the streets it always goes great it's just like the female experiences pff, those have no value he uh, is no, a no. And it's important for him to show Misha that he's the man. And he just wants relaxation for Misha. Smile, shut your mouth, eat a Snickers, and go to sleep. That's what he wants. This guy sucks so bad. And then laugh (laughs) and then laugh at her like pretty reasonable expectations of (laughs) like relationship communication. And like it's like Misha, um, I, I agree with you. Like Misha's great because it's so easy to make fun of her, but she's not like in any way s- seemingly a bad person. She's no. totally fine. And, and her, yeah. her relationship expectations are like totally in line with mainstream, just dating baseline. There, there's like maybe nothing if we're, sh- we're going to get married tomorrow, maybe we should tell your mom. What? Maybe. You want to marry my mother? Like, no, I think that's like pretty. Show me in the Bible where it says. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure there's weddings in the Bible and the parents are there. I'm pretty sure the parents give consent in the God, Bible. God, I guess. Like- I guess I'll just have to buy a fucking billboard. <laughs> where in the Bible does it say the word billboard? <laughs> What fuck it, oh, Amanda? Sorry. I hate him. I hate Amanda so oh, much. Oh God, she, she is sucks. So she, boring. Why are you so emotional, God? Uh, why, <laughs> why are you so? Crying? Why are you crying, you little bitch, man? She's so terrible, dude. Like I again, I think we've said said this the last four episodes in a row. I could have never imagined myself saying this, but we need to protect this man. Kim. I don't I don't know like I'm confused and just so weirded out you know by uh, yeah I, I thought this was gonna be a fuck boy that would be fun to hate and now I'm on his side I'm still shook from it I have to say though the guy still just wants to be on TV a thousand percent I still think that for some weird reason he likes her but it's because she's hot because they think she's hot and like that makes me hate him too it's like you kind of got yourself into this like i have no empathy for dudes that are like oh she's super hot she's lame but she's hot oh she's treating me badly like yeah but you're like thinking with your dick so get over yourself at a certain point it becomes very clear that there there is nothing to amanda Nothing. nothing There's nothing there behind being being hot. So if how long do you let someone who is absolutely just fundamentally an uninteresting human treat you like shit? And I think that he had he he built up this picture in his head of uh, I mean, she she like I wonder if their online relationship was just so much fun to him that she just kind of emotionally catfished him 
you know? Yeah. And she's just, it, it does seem that he expected her to, because look, Razvan is this total goofball online, as we've seen. And she, I, I'm sure, went along with it and laughed and was having the time of her life. And now she shows up and she's just uh, the most boring, shitty person. <laughs> That we've ever, like, one of the most boring people we've ever seen on this show. Yeah. I, I, she gets worse every week if it's possible. Or maybe it's just the culmination of consistency of being boring (laughs) that makes it seem worse every week. How do you think Soja Boy would react to Amanda's jealousy about the music video? Kimberly, well, see, Soulja Kimberly Boy, was okay with it. Soulja Boy would have, I think, been much more convincing on getting her to do the music video, for one thing. That's true. That's true. Razvan didn't even like really try. But nah. I, we have I I think we this might be also the fastest pot of shame turnaround we've ever had. Because <laughs> I, I think both of us on the first episode that Christian appeared said that we liked him. Oh, we did last week. We were like, oh, he seems like know, a good guy. He handled that well. well. Seems like he's sensitive. <laughs> Dude. Look, we only know what they show us, and he no, shut his friends down when they were asking about when they, they were asking inappropriate questions about his girlfriend's genitalia. He shut it down. What else are we supposed to know about him? Now he's like letting his family influence him and saying shit like, I don't know if I should kiss her in the airport. Dude, no one in fucking Heathrow cares if you kiss Cleo or don't kiss Cleo in public. Like, my family is so offensive. My family are a bunch of bigoted douche canoes. So maybe <laughs> I never want to touch you again. See you soon, babe. <laughs> he's so bad. His like friend liter- Tommy gets it too. Oh, yeah. No, it it literally seems like he is hesitant to be affectionate with Cleo on camera because his family are a bunch of assholes that are going to, I don't know, like make fun of him. Or I don't even know if this is about Jesus or just run of the mill bigotry. I mean, I guess they're one and the same, but it's just absurd. Yeah, it's really bad. And honestly, if I were Cleo... Like, Cleo might be depending on this money from the show, but this is, it's so horrible. Like, as she says correctly, she's like, he's never experienced rejection for just, like, the basics of who he is as a human. And it really fucking sucks for me. And I'm so furious with Christian already. Ugh. It's maddening. This episode is brought to you by Skinny Pop Popcorn. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Oh, so light and crunchy. Skinny Pop Original Popcorn is the snack you've been searching for. Made with just three simple ingredients, popcorn kernels, sunflower oil, and salt. Snacking never felt or tasted so good. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Give yourself permission to snack and pick up Skinny Pop Original Popcorn today. This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? 
Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Kyle, do you want to start out talking about Vacuum Jesus? <laughs> I mean, not specifically, but Misha and Nicola. Did you see Jesus in a vacuum cleaner once in Pittsburgh? Then I saw the devil while I was driving immediately after. Yes. Yeah, that makes total sense. Oh, uh, so well, good. you know, it's important that nothing happened that God wouldn't be proud of. Yes. You know. What what is heavy petting? Heavy petting? No, we kiss, we hug. I'm like, sounds like there was some heavy petting. Uh Hef- heavy yeah, well, how heavy are we talking? Because heavy, heavy is a broad spectrum. Does grabbing is grabbing a cock through uh, the pants? Is that heavy? How, I would how think under the pants, right? That's just a hand job. Is that just flesh on flesh? Though is God okay with that? What level is God, of okay, with is God hand, okay with? Is God okay with hand jobs? Yeah, we it's a, need it's a Catholic. A, it's a really important question now. To weigh in, the, this is an argument as old as time, Kim. As is, we've, ta- I was not taught in CCD class what level of heavy petting is appropriate and accepted by God. This was not taught to me growing up yeah. in Catholicism. We, if this is a big topic of conversation on any podcast involving Mormons, as we know. <laughs> you talking about soaking? Soaking. I don't think that they so God look God is definitely God is definitely not proud of soaking there's no fucking world where God is proud of that okay you're right so yeah not appropriate this is just really taking a turn like Nicola there's no way Misha's okay with this like the Nicola stuff and all this shit he says like you're mo you're most cute when you're mute (laughs) <laughs> Do you need something to eat? I think you should go to bed. You're talking you need, nonsense. Like you what? need a Snickers. <laughs> Shut the fuck up about my brother and come <laughs> heavy pet my dick. <laughs> Who is that guy? Like- <laughs> that's a sorry. That's just a wild sentence that I just said. <laughs> guy in australia like three years ago that did the boxes like i ash, I could ash. See, yes i could see nicola doing a boxes type presentation explaining how misha's brain is all jumbled and tangled up and that's female thinking because she needs a snickers oh it's yeah. so good I could see it being the identical presentation in every way, except there's just one there's just one extra box around the entire other box, and it just says Jesus on it. <laughs> Vacuuming. Two sons. <laughs> Spanish-speaking woman pulls me over afterwards. <laughs> no, no, no. It's she's definitely German. <laughs> Guten Tag, Fraulein. Demon. <laughs> Satan. If you're so confused about what we're talking about, Starcasm.net <laughs> published this article about the second piece of Misha's vision, which was after she saw the two sons with the vacuum, she was approached by a demon in, a demon in her in car. A, in a, 
in a Volvo or something. Literally just a person speaking a foreign language like that was had road rage because she was driving shitty. Definitely (laughs) speaking the tongue of Mordor. (laughs) This happened like 12 years ago. She was accosted. She was accosted by an Uruk High on I-95 in Philly, okay? (laughs) I did not understand the language, so I knew it must be a biblical medieval language. I'm like, or it could be Portuguese. Like, how many languages do you speak, Misha? Like, zero. You speak English. That's it. It could have been Hebrew. Like, Right. Cut cut off at a stop sign. Meats back on the menu, boys. Such a strange thing. And the the best part about it is that this was published in a Christian magazine as if it was an magazine. Like an incredible story for the ages that everyone needed to know about. Four page spread in a Catholic, like Catholic insights or something. I, All right. And anyway, <laughs> sorry. It's so funny. Okay. Sorry. So Nicola, we, we open up with Nicola waking up Misha like abruptly. What, what the fuck are you doing? Bro? 745 AM. She is on vacation. She is jet lagged. Why is he, what is so urgent? There is, you, you know, there was no reason that they needed to even tell us that this guy was a virgin. This is all you can just tell right now that he has never touched a woman. He's waking her up at 745 um, after flying from ugh, fucking idiot. There, he has touched a woman. There was heavy petting, Kyle. Oh, right. Sorry. He, he broke his petting cherry. <laughs> Nothing happened last night that God wouldn't still be proud of us. But there was some heavy petting. No sin. No sin, Nicola confirms. She got into bed with him. This girl's horny. I mean, yeah. I don't blame her. And and she wants to kind of figure out how the affection can get turned up here. Nicola says that he cannot glue his hand in Misha's hand when Misha demands even more affection. She wants to be hot and cute. I feel like Misha's making all the moves here. I feel like she hopped in his bed. I think she's initiating the heavy petting. And I think she's like, dude won't even touch me or be cute with me. And like, I'm over it. And then he complains every time that she wants affection. I don't understand what's attractive about this guy. There's, there's, Absolutely nothing. <laughs> like, why does she nothing. like him? Um, are, are there it's, no it's, other Catholic guys like in the world? Misha, Misha seems like the type of person that would fall in love with her psychologist. That's true. Yeah, it, it's yeah, it's yeah. a it's it's really strange. It's like their attraction developed because he was helping her on her path to find Jesus, which. You're like, you're, look, fine. It doesn't seem like a really hard path to follow, frankly. <laughs> I don't know if you need, like, a guy that lives with his mom in Israel to guide you down that path. It seems like there's a lot of local resources that you could take advantage of. But that's just yeah. me. I don't know. Call me crazy. You know, he I does feel- live kind of close to Nazareth. So he, maybe he's a, he's a unique authority. on. The, he has a website, you know? 
He's got a this website. This guy does not work, does not have a job, has no money, no sexual experience to satisfy her. She has to initiate all the affection. Really, the only... But it's, but it's God's plan. Yeah. Who are you? Who are you? <laughs> There's always that ripcord, you know? I would find God's plan with somebody else that... <laughs> right. <laughs> How do you... Why do you think God only has one plan? God yeah. has contingent... You think that God doesn't have contingencies? Come on, that's just irresponsible <laughs> to have one plan. This is a pretty pesky God that this is his plan for you. Is... <laughs> I don't know... I don't know if he's uh, on your side, show, Misha. Show me in the Bible where it says God doesn't have multiple plans. <laughs> okay. Show me in the Bible where it says I have to tell my brother that I'm getting married. Like, I, why? There's probably student- some kind of allegory in there. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, that's probably something. What about honor thy father and mother and and probably brother too? Yeah, I don't understand like why this is a problem that he like she's just like, are you going to tell your family about me? And she kind of makes the same assumption that any normal person would make, which is you're embarrassed. You're embarrassed that I'm yeah, divorced that, I mean, or for whatever. It's really that simple. I honestly, I'm not even sure. Like, do you think that it's embarrassment about the divorce? I, I mean, I suppose that could be true because he describes his mom as a Middle Eastern woman. Like, yeah. okay, but it's probably a lot more to do with she is a very Western, extra, and just kind of loud person, right? Yeah. I I don't even think she's that... Is she that extra? I would be curious to see how she would act if she met his mom. I mean, his mom doesn't speak any English. Like, I don't know how they would communicate in the first she place. She doesn't? Oh. No. And then, I like, what's his brother like? Like, is his brother married? Does his brother have kids? Like, we don't know shit about his brother either. So, I don't think she mom... does. Either. I don't think she does either. <laughs> wouldn't his mom be happy that he actually is a girlfriend? Like the dude's in his, he's like 48 or something. And he's like, never brought a girl home. You think the mom would be happy? Like, yeah, dude, maybe you can actually have a wife now. That sounds cool. Like what mother doesn't want their son to get married? We just, we don't, we don't, we don't know anything about her though. I mean, these two have been living together for 42 or whatever years, 46 years. They may be completely codependent at this point. And she might be horrified at the idea of him moving to America and abandoning her to the wolves. You know, who knows? He just, he makes Misha feel shitty for feeling like he should tell his family about his wife. (laughs) It's like insane. And this is the, this is the guy that 24 hours ago was ready to go to church and get married. Like right there. But wouldn't yeah. it be more insulting to your brothers and family and weird for your relationship to just introduce someone as your wife than introducing yes. your, you know, she's not going to get any less weird to to, no. to him and, also, and his family. Is he, just, 
is he just going to like disappear from his mother's house one day without explanation? And it then, seems like, like he did to Nazareth. <laughs> he just like peaced <laughs> out. He didn't even fucking tell her that she's there. <laughs> He's like just going to disappear one day and then text his mom like, oh, got married. Don't live with you anymore. Like, what's his plan for this? <laughs> this is I guess if you're I guess if you're in a really super hardcore Christian disappearing to Nazareth isn't that wild a thing to do? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's normal. Maybe that's mom on the has list. been waiting for this. That's on the list of acceptable places to just ghost your mom to go to. Yeah. If somebody ever told me that I was cutest when I'm silent, I would <laughs> never, ever talk to that person again. I just I would not. <laughs> Fuck that dude. No way. No way. Um, she gives you... him a hand job after this. Like what? <laughs> How? We, we don't, we don't know that for sure. <laughs> we don't know. We know there was heavy petting. I need to Google heavy petting. Keep talking. And I'll, while I do that, I'm okay, I'll keep talking GPT about heavy petting. Yeah. I'll put you on mute while I talk, while you Google heavy petting. Um, <laughs> The, what's funny about this is that she, you can tell that this is a person that had teenagers at some point because she's really calm in the way that she reacts to his extremely bizarre and shitty statements that he's making. You can tell that she has teenage kids because she is fielding his shitty behavior running it through a very calm filter and then trying to explain to him why he's being a douchebag in a very, very calm and even keeled way. Like you are most beautiful on mute. Okay. Well, right now you're deflecting and you're just throwing <laughs> things, random things out to get out of the conversation. I need you to stay with me until issues are resolved and I, we can't sweep stuff under the rug and, and then he's like, this is not important for a relationship. Show me the butt. You're, you never stop. You're never done. Okay. Well, I think maybe he just has trouble because he's never been in a relationship. And how, how, can, you, how can you fucking get wet like after this? How, how, I how don't this, like, know. How, how can you see this person as, as an object, as, as like, not an object, but like, how could you have any sexual desire for this person like after this conversation, dude? <laughs> Beyond me. Also, the Catholic Church says that all sexual arousal waits for marriage. We can happily enjoy watching attractive members of the opposite sex, but we avoid doing what we know will induce sexual arousal. So that includes so you can't even get heavy hard. petting. No, no heavy petting. Hard. It's very clear in this article I'm looking at. No heavy petting before marriage. So God be not proud. Sorry, Misha. Sorry. Yeah. I don't know what kind of Catholic you are, but like you clearly you haven't read the doctrine. Yeah. It's not good. Uh, yeah. Can't, I don't know. can't massage his balls after a long day of doing nothing <laughs> and fishing. <laughs> it, but, you know, I'm sure that if he did get a boner, it would be her fault. You Absolutely. Know, She's yeah, the one going to hell. Yeah. <laughs> The world is open again, and that means I'm traveling a lot again. And I always get nauseous when I travel. 
If you have a tendency to get nauseous, you know you'll do whatever it takes to feel normal again. There is nothing worse than feeling like you might vomit all over a stranger on a plane or in an Uber or in a boat, especially when you're going somewhere that's supposed to be fun. Ginger doesn't do it for me, and I really hate taking pills that make me drowsy. If you have a tendency to get nauseous, you've got to check out Relief Band. Relief Band is the number one FDA-cleared anti-nausea wristband that has been clinically proven to quickly relieve and effectively prevent nausea and vomiting associated with motion sickness, anxiety, migraines, hangovers, morning sickness, chemotherapy, and so much more. Really wish I would have had one of these when I was pregnant. And now you can use your HSA or FSA dollars to get a Relief Band, so So if you just got those accounts refilled, put that money to good use and fix your nausea problem for good. Whether you need everyday nausea relief or just an occasional cure from nausea, their patented technology makes feeling sick a thing of the past. Forget the days of nausea pills that make you groggy and exhausted. It's like the name says, Relief Band is legitimately a band you wear on your wrist to give you a relief from nausea, and you can change the intensity depending on how you are feeling to make it stronger or weaker. I can tell you firsthand that Relief Band actually works. I used Relief Band when I've had to fly post-COVID, and I was really surprised that I didn't feel nauseous at all. It also curves my anxiety because I know I have something to help with my nausea and I'm not just going to puke unexpectedly. And it's actually really easy to use. You just put a little gel on your wrist and pop it on. It's so easy to travel with and it's really discreet. It just kind of looks like a fitness tracker. And I don't really drink, as you all know, but my husband borrowed my relief pant when he had a few too many beers last weekend, and he said his hangover nausea was gone. He was very skeptical, and he was really surprised how quickly it worked. So if you want the band that actually works at relieving your nausea, check out Relief Band. Right now, we've got an exclusive offer for 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray listeners. If you go to reliefband.com, use promo code CRAYCRAY, you'll receive 20% off plus free shipping. So head to R-E-L-I-E-F-B-A-N-D, reliefband.com, and use our promo code CRAYCRAY for 20% off plus free shipping. This show is brought to you by BetterHelp. Sometimes in life, we're faced with tough choices, and the path forward isn't always super clear. There's just so much uncertainty in life, but we definitely aim to make better choices, hopefully, than the people we're watching on the reality TV shows we cover on this podcast. Whether you're dealing with decisions around career, your relationships, or really anything else in your life, therapy helps you stay connected to what you really want while you navigate life so you can move forward with confidence and excitement. My experience with therapy has been that when I know I have time slotted to talk through my stuff, my issues, you know, all the decisions that I'm making in life, I'm better able to just move forward and be excited. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And it isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash cray today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, 
H-E-L-P dot com slash cray cray. And thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. So let's talk Tyree. This is just depressing. Like, fuck. He just does not. He had a baseline, doesn't understand what's going on here. He finds this girl or he does. He sees what his sister has found the pictures of the same woman. I'm not going to refer to her as Carmela because we do not know her fucking name. <laughs> that her name. <laughs> he like finds her on an escort site and gets pissed at her. And I'm like, you don't you, get what's happened here. How, how do you not understand this? How oh, do you like the, the stupidest person? I can't, Maybe like, the I don't, dumbest person we've ever seen on this show. I don't even know how to talk about this because it's so idiotic. Like he doesn't put two and two together. He has been told pretty much point blank. My name's Christian. I lifted some photos from the internet to scam you. And then he finds this woman who at no fault of her own. What if she's in jail and has a pimp? (laughs) Oh my God. What? This guy's going to end up on love after lockup. He would be better on love after lockup. Kim, would that be better? I don't understand. Like, <laughs> there are a no. couple of wild swings for the fences here that honestly sound just as bad, if not worse, than getting catfished. Okay, here, here's one. What if she's in prison or something and then her husband found out? What? That's far worse for like six reasons, dude. What are you talking about? It's so insane. And like, I just. We're not talking to the girl in the photo, Tyree. Like, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm going to text her and tell her, you look familiar. Like, dude, she never had contact. She doesn't know who you are. She has never had contact with you. How do you not fucking understand this? Also, (laughs) also, like, he's not even texting her. He's texting the the company. Yes. (laughs) Hey, girl. And if when the company sees that he's like, you look familiar, they're going to be like, okay, throw this creeper out. Like, no, we can't no, they're put not. Him in contact with her. No, 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 no. First of all, they don't even know who he's trying to get in contact with that's so because true. that's not even her real fucking name. Yeah. When he texts that number, now he is on 12,000 scammer, like, uh. phone lists. And he's going to have his identity stolen immediately. Why isn't his sister more explicit with him? Like Tyree, why does, why does the sister even show him that the woman in the photos is on the escort site? Because she, she needs to follow that up with Tyree. You understand that this woman has no idea who you are. Tyree, you understand that you've never spoken to this woman. Like she does nothing. I feel like the, I feel like the sister's working for the producers and egging him on with this. And it makes me kind of mad. The other thing is there's, it's more likely than not that the picture isn't uh, of that woman. That woman isn't even an escort on the site. They just jack photos. Yeah. And use them to attract people of, of different (sighs) persuasions. So in, in all honesty, that whoever this person is like they could literally be in Kenya and just yeah uh, they're you know 
Or, or it could be Bakersfield. What the fuck? She was like so close to me this whole time and she never came to see me. I'm like, Stockton? That's 30 minutes away. Dude, I, I mean, I think where this is going is that Tyre is literally going to continue to try to call this escort service. And the escort service is like, yeah, sure, we'll send Carmela out. And then oh. a completely random person shows up that's probably not even black to his house. Oh, my God. And he's still he's still going to be confused. Like, what what happened? Is she just wearing a lot of makeup? It's just like he's literally mad at this woman because he thinks that she's in Stockton and that she never came to see him in this. What the hell, man? Like, you are delusional. I just don't. uh, He throws his phone. He's hurting his. He's like always productive. (laughs) Always a good sign. That puts you in the animals. um, The Hall of Fame of uh, Scott from Love After Lockup chucking his phone in a toilet. (laughs) Or anybody on Love After Lockup throwing their engagement ring in a toilet, which we've seen many times. Uh, David and Sheila. (laughs) I don't know what else to say about Tyre. David and Sheila are just very cute. They're clearly getting like the hero at it here. It's kind of boring what they're filming but i also kind of like that they're just filming the straight up reality like he's peeing in the street he booked a cheap hotel on the internet and is surprised that the description is not exactly exactly as described that one's hard that's tough (laughs) like okay I, i wrote down at a certain point during their scenes that this this is cute they seem actually into each other but man this is already really boring it is pretty um, boring to watch there's a lot of translation and handing the phone to each other and there there is some miscommunication but it's very 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 minor the only thing that was kind of funny is that he he has no idea that he's a super loud eater but she doesn't <laughs> But she doesn't care because she actually likes him. And she kind of thinks that it's cute, which is sweet. Um, Yeah, he chews very loudly. But again, he is like, she she correctly points out, like, how would he know? Well, you'd assume that at some point someone in his life would tell him, just just FYI, man, just so you know. But apparently not. I Um, think he's really isolated. Like, uh, we had a deaf listener write in and say... Oh, you know, I, I feel like David's really isolated and it's not right. uncommon, but it's it's kind of a bummer, you know, that he doesn't have more community totally. around him. Yeah. Um, that food looked disgusting. It did. Uh, I, I didn't really get a good look at it. It just looked like super, super over fried chicken mm-hmm. with just bummer. white rice. And yeah. it looked like she took him to a very Americanized place because I saw the menu for a second and it had fettuccine Alfredo on it. <laughs> Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't get that, man. Don't get that. I like that David's uh, super honest, too. She's like, how do you like the food? He's like, eh. Meh. Yeah. <laughs> also, yeah, they ordered chicken adobo. Yeah. Maybe it had spices, but I think when I think adobo, I think like saucy. I don't know. Anyway. Mm. So, food rant over. 
I think Sheila's being like a good host. She takes him to eat immediately. Like at least she's like conscious of the fact that he's probably hungry after a long flight. And they seem to be in like really good spirits and in a good mood, even though communication is hard. And, you know, he says the restaurants run down. He's disappointed with the hotel, but they're still like super excited to bang. I love that she goes in the bathroom and changes out of her dress into jean shorts and a tank top as her sexy outfit. (laughs) I'm sure David doesn't mind, but, but listen, I mean, fair is fair. We shit on Gino for not taking a shower. David, man, come on, dude, come on. And he, he looks sweaty. He, there is, no, this is not okay. You've got to take a shower. You've got to like brush your teeth at least. Yeah. After eating that chicken, brush your teeth. And being in an airplane for like 30 hours, like just a hard pass. Like this is not okay. And you're like laying down on the clean bed in your street clothes. I don't know. They're killing bugs. It's just, this is a disaster. (laughs) I know. It made me a little bit sad that she kind of, um, when they're laying in bed, you can kind of see she's like instinctively trying to hide her earpiece or her, her hearing aid. Yeah. He actually, he actually was being very sweet and he was like kind of brushing her hair aside and she kept covering her, her hearing aid with her hair just kind of like automatically and I don't know. I hope that she gets more comfortable. I hope that these two work out and that they get more comfortable with each other and learn to communicate. Um, you know, she, her, her misinterpretation of his mood, I thought was kind of interesting because like the way that he just kind of throws stuff down, he wouldn't have any idea really Unless someone told him very directly that like when you throw stuff down like that, it makes a loud sound and people can interpret that as you being upset or irritated. So there's more to just the the, the communication issues here than they literally just can't speak. It's stuff like the chewing loud. It's stuff like throwing your stuff down, you know, to him. It sounds like he was just casually putting stuff down. But to her, yeah. he's like slamming shit on the ground, you know. Yeah, that was really interesting. And he says, he's like, no, I'm not mad. I just put it down like this. But it would, yeah, it was confusing. I'm, they seem to be trying really hard, though. I mean, they're clearly, the music is everything that you need to know, except for like the like standard Asian music that TLC plays in the beginning of their intro package. But otherwise, like they're getting the sweeping romantic music right. that these two are clearly going to. These this is like the love story of the season. This is the happy ending. Um, we're not gonna get anything but a good edit for both these people, I think. I don't know, Nicola might be getting a happy ending tonight. We'll see. <laughs> um so Gino and Jasmine, heavy hitters. Heavy it's hitters. Day two. It's day two, Kim. <laughs> Day two, and they're both taking marital advice from teenagers individually. Basically, if they aren't teenagers, they look like teenagers. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to completely change something I've had a raging heart on for um, be over a 10 minute conversation with a bartender. 
it takes one one wheat beer and talking to a 22 year old for five minutes about my culture to completely change your your worldview on something that you've never shut the fuck up about for two years at this point meanwhile jasmine is bawling drunk crying with her like 14 year old sister who tells her maybe you should drink some water jasmine (laughs) drink some water and calm the fuck down (laughs) break up with this guy please what is it like again as usual the young people on the show have a thousand more sense than the people themselves it's great stuff I just I just can't believe that Gino is capable of gaslighting Jasmine so hard into believing that this was her fault. It it it's been like 12 hours since they separated and Gino's like we haven't seen each other since our fight and Jasmine's like I need Gino. I love him. It's like dude, you guys have been <laughs> apart for like 12 hours. 10 minutes. The codependency is wild. It's they hate it's each so other. bad. I know but they, they hate can't this, live without each other. This love hate thing. Like these are the most toxic people uh, that that actually sort of love each other in some sick way. Maybe ever on this show. It's probably a good thing that Jasmine isn't working right now because I don't think she has time. With all of this, I mean, this drama is basically taking. It's all consuming all of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. Gino tries to convince this random cute bartender that that this total stranger should get a prenup and she's like well I'm just so you know this isn't a thing in Brazil and so she probably thinks you're a colossal asshole or sorry in Panama so you're probably thinks she's your total fucking moron that should take your goddamn hat off. Oh, <laughs> never thought about it that way. I guess there's a cultural difference. <laughs> you, you've been dating for three years, and this is the first time you've ever considered that there might be a cultural difference between the two of you. <laughs> but first, he tries to explain to this like 18 year old bartender. He tries to convince her like, why he's right. It's his great. Assets. Like, she knows my, anything my about assets. what assets are. He's I like, got my, my assets. Stuff. My, my retirement, my 401k. What? Did you, do you know want that another, I'm a... Sir, do you want another I'm, beer? <laughs> I'm a shareholder in McDonald's. Okay, Mark. <laughs> if you're not watching, uh, definitely don't Definitely don't match me abroad. Um, you yeah. know, honestly, don't. But uh, that's a <laughs> reference to that. <clears throat> Yeah, and she's like, I don't know what you're talking about, your assets, but people don't do that here, and you shouldn't even be thinking about that. And he's like, oh. And I just Jasmine having nobody to go out with except her sister, it would be better if Jasmine went out with the, what's his name, Dan or Dane? Zane, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, I don't know, something. The sister is like, you're like the past is repeating. Please stop this. And Jasmine is imagining ending up on the streets in America with absolutely nothing to her name, which is totally a valid concern. <laughs> yeah. Except for the government literally requires Gino to make sure right. that doesn't happen for at least 10 years per the K one visa. 
And yeah, the sister's like, please, for the love of God, can you leave this man so we can live together in peace? And well, there, I mean, there sad. is um, there is a scenario where she gets to the United States and then there's a Larissa situation where Gino oh, doesn't yeah. file the adjustment of status and maybe she doesn't have enough money to buy a plane ticket home. And then she's literally homeless and here illegally, which yeah, almost happened God, to Larissa. Horrible. Yeah. Larissa, what, what's what's up with Larissa lately? I don't want to know. It's terrifying. Yeah. I know. I'm kind of over it. I wonder, uh, um, I'm curious to know if any of our Central and South American cray crays, what, what is, I mean, we, we have clearly heard many times that prenuptial agreements just aren't really a thing culturally. But I'm curious, like, why that is in relation to the United States. Is it because... It, you know, the only two things I can think of is there are structural responsibilities that like the government takes seriously in like Panama to protect people. But apparently, according to Jasmine, that's not true because no, her true. ex like fucked her over. So is it more of just, well, we're a patriarchal society and, you know, fuck you. <laughs> I mean, I think patriarchal society and I think. This is a hypothesis, so people can tell me if I'm wrong or not. They just have a different view of love and and marriage. For example, like, I know when I was in Argentina, like, people just kind of lived more in the moment because there were a lot of financial crises where people kind of lost everything. And they kind of. So you're saying the reason is literally YOLO. Yeah, kind of like, hey, when we have something, we're going to live it up, but we don't really think that far into the future. And like thinking about protecting your assets 10 or 20 years down the line, I don't know. I just, I don't think it's something that they think about as much. That could be country specific and feel free to tell me that I'm completely wrong, but that's my hypothesis. I mean, I guess on some level, if if you're used to, massive waves of hyperinflation it does kind of make sense to just like fuck it but uh yeah that and not like that does not not that does not resonate that doesn't resonate with americans like we're told from the time we're five years old to get a fucking piggy bank and start saving for retirement because the government doesn't give a fuck about you (laughs) yeah and i'm not saying like it's the same in every south and central american country obviously like there's a Big, you know, Mexico and Chile tend to be more economically stable, less hyperinflation. But I feel like a lot of countries experience that. Just, I don't know. All right. Well, we'll uh, we'll drink water and calm down about that. Um, (laughs) So she doesn't want to give up on their beautiful, incredible, magical (laughs) relationship. So uh, let's get together. I love that. (laughs) I love that Gino still greets her by saying hola you fucking dork just stop (laughs) just fucking stop i'm not scared of you i'm not shaking the the camera crew trolls him so (laughs) hard the trolling is pretty awesome (laughs) he's like his feet are literally shaking and they zoom in on it just like i think we talked about this but when they're like, he's like, I don't know if Jasmine's going to be happy with the lifestyle I can provide for her in Michigan. And they 
like show footage of the messiest hoarding room in his house. <laughs> With the like, hungry man, hungry man dinner yes. stacked in the corner. Oh my God. I was like, they hate him. This is so funny. I love it. Uh, yeah. So he, Gino immediately, he's like, I need to stand up for myself. And then immediately backs down on the prenup. I don't want to risk yep. losing you. No prenup. Yep. Backs down immediately. But what's she- the best part, Kyle? What's the best fucking part? The best part is that she admits that she was going to sign it. <laughs> <laughs> but not to his face. She would never say that to his face. Nope. Absolutely not. God, the thing that's so frustrating is that there could have been... I do think there could have been a middle ground here where if he had had a lawyer draft an actual prenuptial agreement that was very short and simple and very egalitarian that it wasn't on the back of a napkin and wasn't this like really strange thing and the summary of it was easy to understand he could have had her literally read it and she probably would have been like well i don't like it but this actually doesn't seem insane so whatever fine but instead we get nothing and then just screaming at each other now about the will which the will makes even more sense than the prenup to me. Yeah. It, the will conversation is so funny to me because they agree. It's like, Oh, this is the time for celebration where we should Yay. all make up. Oh, Yay. Let's have, we, let's have sex for the other. eighth time. Sort of. Yeah. Just kidding. What about a will? I let's say you die and I'm alone. Are you, are in you, the United States. Are you, are you kidding? Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> She's not kidding. And this also, it's just really, it's totally reasonable thing for her to ask about, but it's so but funny not the now. timing of it. But not and now. <laughs> it, it seems like she is plotting his murder like immediately oh, yeah. upon arrival in Michigan. And it's so, so funny. Like she oh, has planted the weapon near his home. She, oh, is she already has, she already has a hitman. Like, on standby, hi- hiding in a bunker next to Lake Michigan, ready to pounce. Uh, okay. Cleo, this is rough. This womp, is rough. womp. What's with the Elvis-like intro music for Christian? They're trying to make him seem cool, and he also is trying to make himself seem cool by aligning himself with Tom and Jana, who look like actual cool people right they're way cool like i wrote down meeting friend i wrote down meeting friends maybe not assholes this time (laughs) these friends are cool jana's funny tom seems like he's just a genuine dude he likes hot rods leather jackets old music and tattoo tattoos i guess um he also just has reasonable opinions about humans yeah. So, so like, here we here we fucking go, y'all. Uh, can Christian, I just point out? I'm sorry. Anybody that's yeah. super hungover from that five person bonfire party, which these two weren't even at, because like, they wouldn't stop. associate with these douchebags. <laughs> I know. I was like, I love how they're pretending to have a hangover breakfast right now. Yeah. But anyway, sorry. Yeah. This here we go. Here we go. He didn't want to tell his family, presumably because he knew that they were total assholes about anything LGBTQ. 
I, there's this look. I mean, I think most people implicitly understand this, but there is this middle ground of bigotry in this country where people, there's a lot of people, and this is like the, um, you know, Martin Luther King talked about the white moderate and how that was like to him the biggest problem mm-hmm. in advancing civil rights. Basically, people that kind of could go either way about it, they really don't care, but they're not, they're never going to like get in the streets, right? Mm-hmm. They're not going to like run out into the middle of the road and yell the N word at someone, but they're going to vote for their own like financial interest over justice. And I think that there's a lot of people in the United States that don't don't think of themselves as bigoted. They they don't think of themselves as being against gay people or trans people. But it, when it comes to the idea of their firstborn son being with a trans person or being gay, they're profoundly uncomfortable about it. And they yep. probably couldn't even explain to you why if you asked them. It's just, it's still a deep-seated, ingrained bigotry. And, but you know what's funny? Like, uh, uh, the farther, I think that's what Christian thought his family would be like. That they're not going to be, like, outwardly homophobic, but they're going to be concerned. Maybe maybe because Cleo won't give them babies or something, or something as stupid as that. But that's actually not what it sounds like as you get further into the episode. It sounds like that these people are just straight up homophobes and bigots about this. And They're not cool. Yeah. And and you would think someone that is attracted to Cleo and wants to date a trans person would take that reaction and be profoundly disgusted by it to the point where their opinion would become immediately irrelevant. And it's so disappointing that Christian seems to actually like listen to them just because their family, their shit. Like what if his family was all a bunch of neo-Nazis? Well, their family, well, their family. So I don't know. I'm kind of thinking about, I'm kind of thinking about Zion differently now. Like what the fuck are you talking about? He even says, Christian says, some of the vitriol has been tough to bear. Like, wow. You're not the one burying it. it? <laughs> you're yeah, not burying like, anything. You you're fucking not bearing, yeah. dork. Very good what point. What are you talking like, about? Why are you aligning with them? If that's and, and Tom gets it immediately, and he... He he looks pretty disgusted. He seems like a pretty quiet guy, but I yeah. love it when he says, it doesn't surprise me. And instead of saying a bunch of stuff like his family's full of bigots, he's Tom says, they're old. <laughs> yeah, which is about the nicest possible way of putting that they're a bunch of assholes. So, I mean, I guess the last thing I have to say about Cleo is that her cats are cute. And <laughs> so I'm, cute. Really, like, beautiful, too. <laughs> Just to, to end on a po- something positive because we're so distracted by Christian shit that, you know, we don't get to enjoy Cleo a whole lot this episode. But, you know, the Airbnb looks nice. Cleo lives with a roommate, so they're going to go somewhere where they can just be alone. And I'm not really a cat person. I'm a dog person. But these cats seem to bring her a lot of comfort and joy. So I'm all for them. Um, I thought it was if, funny. If, if we... Um... 
if we Abby. constrain if we constrain our scope to the 90 day universe she actually might be correct that they're the most amazing beings in the universe <laughs> she says, i mean in her world right now i'm just going forward i'm just very nervous about this meeting and it just seems like this is setting cleo up to be heartbroken and i'm not looking forward to it so i don't know that's all i really have to say about that Hello, lovely listeners. Are you sad that this podcast is just about over? Do you need something to listen to while you're on your long summer walks in your neighborhood, cooking or cleaning your house? Do you hate ads and you really can't skip through them because you're listening to this podcast when you're cleaning your house or cooking and you don't want to get spaghetti sauce on your phone? That's at least my deal. If you want to listen to Kyle and I talk about the absurdity of the 90-day franchise of shows and occasionally other TV for even more hours every week, sign up for our premium podcast feed either on Patreon or with our 30-second super easy sign-up on Supercast. It's only 5 bucks a month. It's extremely easy to sign up for and add to the podcast app of your choice. You'll get an extended version of this podcast weekly, usually one and a half hours to two hours long, no ads, and our B-Sides episode, which drops on Wednesday, where we discuss more 90-day gossip and any other 90-day shows that are currently airing. Right now, that's Love in Paradise. And coming soon, we have another season of The Other Way, and we have 90 Day UK Season 2, and we are so excited for both. You'll get full access also to our full, complete archive of podcasts. What are you waiting for? Treat yourself. I mean, it's less than a cup of coffee. Visit realitycraycray.com to sign up now. That's realitycraycray.com. So that's it. Uh, what, any final thoughts? Anything to wrap up? Well, I mean, I don't know if I have any final thoughts because you don't listen to my feelings anyway. Okay. <laughs> okay, Amanda. Yeah. I, I was rubbing Pharaoh Rocher on my nipples on Snapchat <laughs> for 6,000 watchers and my ex didn't like it. It broke up with me. Now <laughs> so you're doing sad. the same thing. So sad. So sad. Poor Rosvin. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I know we kind of sound like broken records, but I'm you not excited. You won't even let me masturbate with stone ground mustard on TikTok. <laughs> I would have made $78. <laughs> hey, that $78 goes a long way in Romania. Okay. Yeah. That, that's, that apartment, that high rise apartment doesn't pay for itself. That's 78 American, you cold-hearted bitch. <laughs> Those packaged waffles at the American grocery store cost money, okay? I listen, I literally live off of homemade pancakes and you're making <laughs> you're going to you're going to make me starve, all right? <laughs> um Christian and Cleo, I'm just again so nervous about this. Hate this yeah. for her. Chino Chasman, I, I love every week. And Misha, just gold. Love the Misha stuff. I don't see how Misha lasts the whole season. I don't see how she puts up with this. I, I don't but. see how she's even the most... <laughs> I don't understand the attraction to this guy in any capacity whatsoever. Zero. But 
the one person I really, really don't want to see ever again is Tyre. <laughs> I, know. I can't I can't deal with this storyline. It gives me anxiety. It's confusing. It's not funny anymore because it's just too sad. So, like, let's wrap that one up. Bring Statler in. Bring in some new cast and like swap them out. Swap them out, please, dear God. Yeah. I hope. I really hope it's like a one for one swap. But I, I have a sinking feeling that this is going <laughs> to get even worse. Yeah, I do too. Ah, uh, anyway, thanks for listening. Thank you to our sponsors, BetterHelp and Relief Band. Um, you can get all of those promo codes and deals in the show notes. And uh, yeah, we'll talk to you next week. Talk to you guys soon. Thanks for listening. 